Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon, and I am joined, as always, by my best pal, Angelica. Angelica, how are you today? I'm doing great today. How are you? I'm fine. I had a great brunch, and I'm still riding high off of EXO being on the Olympics and all that stuff. It's all going great. Yeah, two mimosas and an EXO. What I mean, what more could we ask for? beautiful, sunny Sunday. Yeah. Sneak behind the curtain. We record these on Sundays. <laughs> oh, oops, sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if we if we just made them, like, right on the exact day and put them out? Uh, anyway, uh, I think before we got started on anything today that you wanted to address the audience about something oh, right. that happened I, in the last episode. Uh, damn, I almost forgot about that, actually. Was, but um, you would have been upset if you'd forgotten. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I have to... Uh, I I have to come clean. Um, I was just, I don't know why I did this because I, I guess I just wasn't reading carefully. But anyway, our last episode was about companies and um, I rattled off like a couple of net worths and every single one that I mentioned was in Korean ones. And I had completely forgotten to take into account um, the exchange rate, which for the U.S. dollar to or Korean won to the U.S. dollar is about a thousand to one. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a significant omission on my part. Um, So if you listen to our previous episode, every time you hear me say billion, like I can't believe that they're billion dollar companies, um, it's because they're not billion. Yeah, they're million (laughs) dollar companies. So just substitute in your brain the word million for billion every time you hear me say that i mean you know like 22 million dollar company is nothing to scoff at um but uh it is a significant difference between billion and million Uh, i also want to take a little bit of responsibility for that because i was like crazy on my mind out of my mind on cold medicine and i know i feel like i didn't hear you you like Like, weren't even listening to me while i was talking I, i texted shannon afterward when i listened to the episode and was like why didn't you stop me and and i I, when I listened to the episode to edit it a few days later, it was like I had never heard that conversation before. <laughs> so, so if any, there's so yeah, my we're bad. sorry. We'll we'll be better. <laughs> Please and forgive me. You're totally welcome to correct us if we're ever straight up wrong about stuff. We will admit when we are straight up wrong about stuff. So. No worries. However, begrudgingly. However, begrudgingly. No, no, I'm fully, (laughs) fully comfortable admitting that I've made like an absurd error, but whatever. A million dollars is still a lot of money. It's a little, it's still a lot of money. It's not more money than I'll ever have. All right. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about music shows. Hooray! Which are a huge part of the K pop world. They're very important as to. Like what, you know, a lot of the K-pop that you get to consume comes from music shows, how we decide who's popular and who's worth anything. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of it gets decided by music shows. Yeah, they're hugely influential in the popularity and like promotion of artists themselves, but they're also hugely influential in the promotion of the Korean wave, like which we have explained Mm -hmm. in our previous episodes. Um, It's hugely influential in like getting the word of K-pop out there at all. Yeah. Um, In the way that like we've equated some of these music shows to like how TRL once upon a time was like an integral part of the American pop music scene. Right. Um, But these shows, there are multiples of them and they continue to play an important role. Cool. 
So before we get into the different music shows, because they are on like most nights of the week on many channels, and there's a little bit of like variation and difference between a lot of these music shows, I guess the general, the general premise that happens throughout all of them is that this is a weekly showcase of currently promoting K-pop acts. So this includes debut stages, which we brought up in a very early episode, like the first time a group goes on TV, they debut on a music show. And then the other, we haven't had a vocabulary word in a while, so vocabulary word, comeback stage. A comeback stage is when an established group who's already made a debut uh, has a new album out. And the first stay, the first time they go on stage to perform their new single from their new album is called a comeback stage. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's debut stages and comeback stages, as well as like once you do a comeback stage, depending on how how you're doing in the charts and what your company wants for you, you will probably keep going on music shows for two to three weeks after that comeback stage, doing that same single. Um, or like the secondary single. Right. Like sometimes comeback stages will feature sort of like an A side and a B side, mm-hmm. like the title track and then also like some other number that is going to be very popular. Um, but that's a sort of different, a very big difference between the way that the um, Korean music is marketed than the American music. Like we use comebacks to be like, Oh, Janet Jackson is coming back after twenty years. But right. you can have two comebacks in a year if you're like absolutely. A group so that's the working. comeback is just the idea of like we're coming back with a new album, even if our previous album was only four months yeah. ago. Like here's something else. So while it does seem to imply a long time, that's yeah. almost never the case. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, so we have debut stages, comeback stages, people performing, and then sometimes for variations of reasons, there will be a special stage. Yeah. Maybe someone's singing a song from a drama that's out right now, or it's been five years since this song came out, so the group's going to do it again. Whatever. Or they do a collaboration or right. whatever. Um, and m- almost all of these shows are filmed on a um, – an interesting basis of a mix of live and pre-recorded stuff. Um, like the show is aired live and what they will do is like play three, rec- three performances they recorded this afternoon and then one group will go on live. Um, so that it is technically a live show, but most of the performances were recorded like earlier in that mm-hmm. day. And I know one of the reasons, I mean, I'm sure they have a variety of reasons for pre-recording a few of the acts ahead of time. But one reason I know is because they, because it's all promotional, really, um, they like to have to fill the audience with fans of that mm-hmm. group. Um, and so one thing that they like need when they're doing these performances is they need time to like get that one fan group out so that the other fan group can come in or whatever. They need time to like set up the stage and, and the, the stage, the stage sets as well. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, a running theme of music shows, at least in this modern day, is like very busy LED screens. Sometimes it's really hard to watch music show performances in HD because there's too much computer stuff happening mm-hmm. in the background and it just like upsets the video quality. Um, but like especially for comeback stages, if, you know, the group has some sort of crazy theme to this comeback, they might build up the stage with a bunch of, you know, set to go along with that mm-hmm. so that also is why it needs to be pre-recorded so that they can get the like cool stage set up for everybody 
Um, and another factor in most music shows is some kind of awarding system. Yeah. And we'll talk about how all of these are different, but most award shows have like a trophy and somebody wins for the week. <laughs> well, most, you just called them award shows. Oh, most music, most shows music shows have, have awards. awards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, one more thing I would, I wanted to like mention really quick before we get into the individual shows and how they all differ. Um, is like a, a politicky sort of thing about music shows. Um, is as we said, since ha- this is half live and half pre recorded, um, on music shows days, like groups show up to the TV studio and then they stay there for like all day. Um, because even if you pre-recorded your segment, say at noon, you need to be on stage for the live award thing at seven. Right. Because when they present the award, that all part's live. of the, that part is live and all of the artists that were featured in that week's episode are present on the stage. Mm-hmm. So if you record your segment at noon, you still have to be there at like eight, seven, eight o'clock when they actually air so that you can just stand on the right. stage. So there's a lot of people like hanging around in waiting rooms. A lot of like reality and variety shows get shot in those waiting rooms because people got nothing to do. Um, but a thing that happens always is newer groups that are there for comeback stages or any group that's there for a comeback stage. It is expected of them that if there are any other groups performing that week that have existed in K-pop longer than them, that have seniority, there are Sundays to this group, then that group needs to take an out al- one of their albums, one of their signed albums, and come into the group's dressing room and introduce themselves and be like, here's our album, like, please look after us. And it's like, it's a manners thing that is like expected of everyone. Um, and sometimes it causes issue. Like I remember last time Girls Generation was performing, um, Taeyeon like called everyone out on her Instagram because only one group had come by to like greet them with an album. Um, and they were like, they've been around forever. So that's like, yeah, I'm going to really be mentioning okay. girls generation a lot because today, because, um, in the music shows that I looked up and I'm going to be explaining, like, I also came up with, they have just, they've been around for a really long time. They're one of those like iconic groups that sort of created the K-pop that we know and love today. And they are to this day, like they're historic groups. Like they have won so much, mm-hmm. um, that they're, you know, they deserve respect. Yeah. So that's a general music show premise. That's how they work. We got live performances. We got a little bit of awards. We got like some fun, some fun, like backstage politics going on. Uh, everybody needs to greet the seniors or, and if they don't, then they're going to get called out on Instagram and everyone's going to hate you. Um, okay. So uh, I think I'm going to start cause I want to go in order through the week. Uh, so the first main channel music show is M Countdown, which comes out on Thursday nights on the channel Mnet. So this show is hosted. They have an official host, which usually is like the host for a couple of years, plus a weekly guest that changes every week. Um, And that's almost always like another idol group. Or another, or like another idol. Not a whole group, but, but yeah. like a, a member. Or Lizzie two. from After School did it all the time. So, mm-hmm. like, there you go. Um, some official hosts that have most of the official hosts on M Count, or a lot of the official hosts on uh, M Countdown have been actors. 
Um, cause I guess it's probably easier to like keep them neutral and make them be the hosts. Um, but some idol hosts that had long runs on M Countdown are Tony on from hot or from hot <laughs> Tony on from H O T. This is what I did last week. It's H O T not hot. Um, honky from FT Island. Um, uh, and then key from shiny has been an M countdown host for like three years. Um, and then Bam Bam and Jin Young from Got7 have been doing it uh, recently. M Countdown has been on the air since 2004. So that's like oh, a it's pretty. kind of a newer show. Yeah. But it, that's a pretty long run. Um, let's see. Here's how. So the voting for the awards, the awards of M Countdown um, is based on Digital sale, this is current. All of these awards show, like, criteria change over the years as the, like, industry has changed and how people get their music has changed. Um, but we have digital single sales, album sales, social media points, like trending hashtags, um, preference points, which is, like, global fan vo- votes through the internet. Um, and then... While it's broadcasting, people can text in, and that's like 10% extra of the voting. Um, so, yeah, they pick – at the end of the episode, they'll show like three – well, at the very beginning, they'll be like, these are the three groups that you're voting for this week to win. Um, and they bring everybody out on the stage, as we mentioned, and then they tally up the points. Um, and then someone gets a trophy – and the trophy for M Countdown is like a cute little gold man with like little short. Uh, it looks like a pop figurine, but like a trophy. And he's gold, and he has like an M carved into his face. So kind of like the Moon Man, like but VH1. So much cuter because it's just like a little and has a big head. So that's the cute M Countdown trophy. <laughs> Some fun facts about M Countdown. Uh, it also airs live in China, Hong Kong, Japan, the Philippines, the U.S., Taiwan, Malaysia, and Singapore every Thursday night. The show is on on all of those countries. So it's definitely a very international show. Um, another fun thing that M Countdown does, uh, they have artists in the green rooms take selfies and they post those on their website. A lot of like classic like exo selfies that people love are like m countdown selfies that they took specifically in the waiting room for that show Um, is it m countdown or is it a different show that does the um the group reaction to their performance as well where like after the group performs they'll go i think it, it might actually be music bank um, but there is a music, like speaking of things that happen backstage, there is a music show, one of them, that after the group performs, they'll go backstage into a little room and sit on a couch and watch the performance and like comment on it. And that's always good fun because they are usually a little bit teasing of each other and, and they're super cute. No, they do their reactions on music core. Oh, music core. Oh, which okay. I'll get to in a minute. What else about M Countdown? Um, if you want to find M Countdown stages, if you're looking for them, their YouTube channel is Mnet Kpop. Mnet space K dash P O P. Mnet Kpop. They upload everything every week, um, all separated by groups, so you can watch specific stages. Another really cool thing that M Countdown does that I love, they have a YouTube channel. The channel name is M Two. 
just M2, just two letters. Um, and they upload special M countdown videos, um, including one of the things they call the MPD fan cam, where they will have it's like the cameras, the professional cameras that are in the studio will film an individual member of a group. So you can go on this YouTube channel and there will be like seven videos of the same performance just focusing on one person. Ah, so um, that's like the concert fan cams that you can like only watch your guy yeah, the whole time. Which is a thing we haven't gotten into before, but like that's fun. That's a thing. So but they do that officially. Like officially in the room. So like they don't get taken down because it isn't someone secretly filming in the audience. They like did it on purpose. Um they've also been doing this new fun like relay dance thing in the last couple of months where they'll have a whole group like stand in a single line and then they all like do a little bit of the dance and move out of the way. And then the other person like moves forward and they'll go through the whole dance. And it's like a vertical video for watching on your phone. And the quality of them is like, it's so high quality. (laughs) Um, And then they did like, they did a thing with CLC last week that was like, who am I? And it was like, they danced entirely in shadow. And then on a screen behind them, it was like putting up their like names and their birthdays and like pictures. So they do cool things on the M2 channel for M countdown. Um, so that's Thursday night M countdown. Um, two of my favorite K-pop performances ever, ever, ever in the history of the world are M Countdown performances. Um, and that is EXO doing Lucky One in their turquoise mermaid pants and the shiny prism performance that made yes. us all dead. Uh Mino showing off that collarbone. And that grandpa sweater. And I know. Grandpa you, potato. And he had like grandpa potato sweater with like ripped jeans and a plaid around his waist and a tie, which he's wearing as a scarf. And like, it just sounds bananas and he looks so oh, but fucking Lord. good. Lord. Lord. So good. Okay. To that's them countdown. Me. So that's Thursday. What comes on Friday? I think you have Friday. I have Friday. I have Friday. It's Music Bank. From Music KBS. Bank. Yeah. So Music Bank is an interesting show. Um, it has actually been around. It started out as a show called Top 10 Songs, um, which ran from 1981 to 1998. And then it became Music Bank. Um, and they originally had like a chart format, um, which they took from the Top 10 Songs like format of the show. But that was abandoned in 2001 amid controversy of some kind um, and it became a request format then uh, in 2005 they were at first like recorded for a little while like all of it was pre-recorded and then in 2007 they went back to live um, because they were they had amid controversy like changed the date that they aired and so when they aired on Sundays it was all pre-recorded and then they went back to Fridays and it was back to live anyway um, once they went back to being live on Fridays in 2007 they became uh, the show format of the show became category based charts so kind of similar to what you were just explaining with M Countdown like these are um, songs that are ranked based on the digital music charts the karaoke charts viewers choice and also album sales so those all make up a different percentage of the um, like overall rating of the of the song and M- Music Bank does not have um, 
voting. That's not a piece of the fact. Okay. That's not a so factor it's just of like it. Literally, like sales and YouTube. Yeah, it's like how well are they doing out there? Like okay. most popular, based solely on like promotional values. Um, in 2010, it was broadcast in 54 countries, but now today it is broadcast in over a hundred countries wow. worldwide. So Music Bank is like widely acknowledged as like the purveyor of the Korean wave. Like they're the ones really getting it out there. Um, so now, okay, so their K chart, they're like, um, the chart that they use is based on, like I said, digital music charts, 50% album sales. Um, they do viewers choice charts, so they don't like have viewers vote, but they do take into account like the popularity based on the fans. And then they also do the number of times that that song or that artist has appeared on KBS. Mm. So that's a factor of it is like the channel that the show's actually on. And they do a top 50 songs of the week. Um, numbers 21 to 50 are just listed on a marquee in the background. And then numbers 20 to 3 are featured by the hosts. Yeah. And then the hosts showcase the top two and announce the winner, which is the number one. Um, and the full score that you can achieve is 200,000 points. It's like more than any other show um, and what's different about Music Bank from some of the other shows is that artists can win an unlimited amount of time yes I was going mm-hmm. to bring that up there's a term called triple crown yes which is when a show wins some or when a group wins the show three weeks in a row mm-hmm. and they retire it and some M Countdown and Inky Gaio like retire shows what like if someone wins they retire three times songs, they're retired they can't win it anymore right Music Bank doesn't do that. Right. And so you can win an unlimited amount of times for the same song. Um, they've had a variety of hosts. Like, I mean, this is a show that, again, has been around since, like, 1998. And so their hosts cycle through a whole bunch. It's usually a combination of idols and actors, typically two to three hosts at a time. Some notable actor or some notable hosts are Rain, um, Minho, uh, a really popular combo, like, popular based on fan reaction recently was actor Park Bogum and Irene from Red Velvet. Ooh, they everyone like, loves yes. him. Well, they loved them together, apparently. <laughs> okay. They really loved them together. Currently, the two hosts are an actor named Lee so- Sowon and a idol named Solbin, who's from the girl group Laboom. Um, and another fun fact about Music Bank is that they actually have a, um, they do a world tour where, um, every year a certain selection, like a random smattering of K-pop groups that have been featured on their show go and they tour all around the world and they play in multiple cities in Asia, Europe, Latin America, the Middle East and North America. And the, their last tour had an audience of about 200,000. So they really get out there. Yeah, they replayed. I know they replayed Music Bank in the Philippines this weekend while the Olympics were on. Awesome. Uh, I almost got to – I didn't – I mean I didn't – almost is wrong because I was never going to get to go. But when they did Music Bank in L.A. like four years ago, I I didn't live here yet and Mm -hmm. I had a wedding to go to that weekend. And you were like considering. But I thought about it. I was like, but I can – because the tickets were free. Oh. Because it's a TV show. But I remember being happy I didn't go because Mino didn't come. That's right. Because he was, he was hosting yeah. a different music show and had to stay back in Korea. So yeah. four members of because Shiny Because Shiny was going to be on it, but Mino wasn't going yeah. to be there. I totally remember when that happened. Yeah. I remember that. It was so long ago. Um, 
So Music Bank does, of course, carry all of their things on a YouTube channel. Um, the YouTube channel is actually KBS K-pop, all one word, um, because that's the channel that Music Bank is on. And they have a lot of cool things because they have like special created playlists for like specific, oops, um, specific shows. Like you can watch all of the unit on this KBS show or um, KBS YouTube channel. But they also have a, a whole playlist called Spotted at Music Bank. And so those are like fun interviews with like random people who go to Music Bank. That's fun. There's one right here that's like being advertised and I don't know who it is or what it's for, but the screen cap is literally just abs. <laughs> so it's just like someone pulling their shirt up clearly outside. Um, they also have like a best 10. So they do like every year like a best performances of, which is really fun. Um, and then they have like special performances and then of course just like the weekly music bank performances so like everything you could ever want to anything revolving music bank you can find at kbs k-pop definitely k i feel like kbs as far as the korean channels is the best one when it comes to like international fan needs they have like seven youtube channels they english subtitle all of their Mm -hmm. stuff themselves and they leave it up forever like bless kbs they also have on their YouTube, uh, I just have to bring it up because it's a show that Shannon and I love dearly, uh, Immortal Song, um, which is uh, an opportunity for different current K-pop artists to do their own rendition of like older, iconic Korean songs. EXO's been on it many times and they're phenomenal. Um, but so that's a really fun show that they have all of on their YouTube channel as well. Okay. Anyway, um, so I wrote down some uh, like historic wins for Music Bank since Great. it's been around for so long. Most number one wins of all time is Girls' Generation with 42. Holy crap. Yeah, 42 number ones. Um, Big Bang is next with 27. But but twenty seven to four like, yeah forty two <laughs> to twenty seven is a pretty big difference. Um, right after Big Bang is EXO with twenty six, then Psy with twenty one, and then Super Junior and Twice are tied with nineteen number one wins. Wow. Um, so yeah, Girls Generation really blew everybody out of the water. Um, they're actually going to be in all three of these categories I'm about to list um, because most awarded songs of all time on Music Bank are number one, Psy, Gangnam Style. Um, number two, Girls' Generation, G. Number three is a song called One More Time by a group named Jewelry, which is a group I've oh. never heard of before. I believe they're a girl group. Um but I truly I, – they could be a boy group for all No, I know. they're I girls. Don't. Okay, that's what I assumed. Um, then number four is, again, Girls' Generation with their song, Oh. And lastly, number five of most awarded Music Bank show of all time – or Music Bank song of all time is the Wonder Girls' Tell Me. And tell me, tell me, tell me. Yep, yep, that one. <laughs> and then the highest scores, the three highest scores, which I found it interesting that like you can get 200,000 points. None of these three surpass 25,000 points. So weird that there's such a discrepancy. I don't fully get it. But anyway, highest score, number one is Psy, Gangnam Style. There you go. Number two, Girls' Generation with O. And number three, G-Dragon, Heartbreaker. Wow. So that's Music Bank. That's awesome. Great. So that's Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Saturday night here. Okay, great. So Saturday night is show, music core. And I said it like that because there's an exclamation point after show. <laughs> it's show, 
Musicore. Uh, so that goes on on Saturdays on MBC, not NBC. MBC. Um, this had eight previous similar music shows since 1989. They've had a bunch of different ones. Um, the last one before Musicore was called Mu- Live Music Camp. Um, and this show was on from 99 to 2005, and it was abruptly canceled in July 2005 when uh, they had a segment called, Is This Song Any Good? <laughs> and they would have like a group play like a new song, and the audience would decide if it was any good. Uh, so they invited a punk band named Rux, R-U-X, Rux, um, to perform on this segment of the show. And they decided to invite a whole bunch of their uh, weird punk band friends um, to join them on this episode. And two unnamed guys in full clown face paint in the middle of the song came to the front of the stage, dropped their pants, and started jumping around. So there was dong on national television for about two seconds. They tried to cut to the audience, but it was way too late. Oh, man. Um, and the show the show was canceled. The lead singer of Rux and those two guys were arrested for like public indecency. Um, the guy in charge of rocks, like ended up getting, cause he was like, well, I didn't know they were going to do that. Yeah. Um, tried not to take any responsibility, but the show like quickly got canceled because that was, it was the craziest <laughs> thing that ever happened. Um, I have a video of it. I don't know if it like is where, if we are the kind of podcast that should post that on our Twitter or not, or like, if, I, I mean, feel like I should show it to Angelica right now because yeah, I've seen it and she has it. Show it to me. But also every single one of our episodes has an explicit label on it. So That's like true. if we did show something that had some penis in it, like whatever. All right. We just spent a whole episode talking about idols banging. Okay. All right, All I right. think I got the sound working, so okay. now I'm going to bless you with this horrible punk rock wieners. Ready, <laughs> set, go. There it oh is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe they did that. They just zoom in on their heads. Look at those butts. Look at the butt. <laughs> And then this audience, this like sad audience. Oh my god, this they audience don't know what is to so think. upset. They're speechless. Ooh, that is so. That's painful. what got music camp canceled. <laughs> Rightfully so. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's no, absurd. that's insane. That's like I try. I'm. I don't think of myself as like a prude, but like, come on, man, you don't do that all. <laughs> But also, like, cameraman, you need to be a little quicker, quicker on, the draw on the draw. Because I saw full, like, I could draw a picture of what I of just what saw. what we just saw, like, yeah. There, that there was, was no mistaking any and, of it. Because he's, like, jumping up and down in order to try to get his pants off. Like, you had a full, like, five seconds in which the camera should have immediately swung away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, so, all right. So, um... Music Camp gets canceled in July of 2005, <laughs> but don't worry, by October, they're back with Show Music Core. Show! And, show! Music Core. So that has been on since 2005. Um, this show is mostly hosted by idols as well. Um, idols that have had long hosting runs. The, like I said, these change week to week depending on people's schedules and whatever. Um, but hosts that were there for very long periods of time. Um, Brian from the R&B duo Fly to the Sky. That's like a earlier group 
uh, K-pop group. He did that. Um, His name is Brian. Brian. <laughs> he's just he's just credited just as Brian. Brian. He's Brian. Um, <laughs> Tiffany Taeyeon and Sohyun from Girls Generation, who also go by T Tae So. They're like a subgroup. They hosted a ton. Um, Our Mino from Shiny was also a host for a couple of years. He left a little while ago. Um, a way that you can tell a music core, if you ever see like a video or something of a, an idol hosting a show, you can tell it's music core if they're holding a microphone with a glittery cutout of their name on the front of it, written in English. In English. In glitter. Yeah. That's what music chorus look like. It's my favorite. It's like they're wearing enormous name tags. It's so cute. Yeah, so you know exactly mm-hmm. who everyone is and you can never mistake anyone. Yep. Like their name is right there. Um, so uh, voting for music core uh, is based on physical album and digital sales, uh, YouTube views of music videos. Um, the three choices each week are decided by a committee of 2000 people. Uh, each week they decide who gets to like who we're voting on. Um, and then just recently they added in a voting from an NBC radio broadcast, which seems weird Hmm. in 2017 to like put radio back in voting criteria. Like I didn't think people listen to the radio anymore. Um, and then live voting that happens in the studio. Hmm. Um, let's see. The trophy for music core is like long and skinny and it looks like it's the words music core, like written vertically in a little folding. And then it has the logo at the top. Um, we have the microphones with sparkly name plates. Uh, if you want to see any videos of music core, their YouTube channel is MBC K pop with no spaces. Um, one of my favorite music core performances ever uh, was Shiny's Symptoms performance, uh, where Jinky has the Fargo crazy hat on. Fur hat on, yeah, yes, it's super good. Mm-hmm. That Love will that, one. That, that will be like my tombstone. Just a recording, just that, just that playing. on loop forever. Um, yeah, that's the cause of my death. Music core also like gave me one of my like greatest fangirl joys that I've ever had. A couple of years ago, my favorite member of Shiny and my favorite member of Apian coasted together, and the like for quite a while. For like no, it was just no? one time. Oh, it was just one. It was oh, just. One I guess I've time. just seen every single moment of that because it's because, all that yeah. I. Because it was so important to me. I thought I was going to die. I like couldn't believe that they were standing next to each other and talking to each other and being fucking precious and cute the entire time. They were just like adorably bantering back and yeah. forth. It was super cute. So like the head, the header image of my Tumblr has been like the two of them with their sparkly <laughs> microphones forever because it was was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Uh, so that's Music Core. That's Saturday night. And then do we have a Sunday show? Yes. Inkigayo is on Sunday. Um, before I get to that, you just reminded me because you were describing the trophy. Um, I did write down what the trophy of Music Bank looks like. Um, and it's only notable because people often break it. Um, it's like, it's pretty large. It's kind of like torso sized, but it's glass and it's clear and it has like a really tall triangle on a little teeny rectangular base. And the very top of it is like this glass crystal sphere. And the sphere apparently pops off really easily because it's on top of the triangle. IU broke it on stage when she received it. And then a member of To Anyone broke it when they, as soon as they got off the stage. Um, so apparently it's fairly it's fairly fragile. So you know, for those of you who win a music bank, be careful. <laughs> be with careful it. with it. Um, anyway, Inkigayo is on Sunday. That is on SBS SB 
Blah. S. Um, that show originally debuted in 1991, and between 1991 and 2003, it was, like, canceled and renamed and revamped, and pretty much all of the changes were because they kept going back and forth on what kind of chart system they wanted to use. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, they had what they called a Take 7 and Mutazin Award, um, in which they would take the seven most popular songs of the week and whatever was named the most popular received the Mutazin Song Award. So it was like they only took seven. I don't know why. they. Anyway, they couldn't decide on whether or not that was the most appropriate system. Mm. In 2007, they started recording it live, and in 2012, they got rid of the Take 7 chart system altogether because they decided um, the company came out or the channel came out and said that it was more important that K-pop was being recognized worldwide and that there was ultimately no meaning behind the ranking system and what they really wanted to do, what the purpose of the show was, was for the fans to be able to enjoy the music. So they wanted to focus more on like special stages and they promised more collaborations. And then the very next year in 2013, they said, just kidding, we're going to go back and we're going to introduce the Inky Gaio chart instead. Um, So they do still have a chart system. It is in collaboration with the Music Industry Association of Korea's Gaon chart, um, which is kind of equivalent to our Billboard music charts. It's based on album sales, digital and physical, as well as YouTube views. Um, and it has live voting. It incorporates live voting as well. So they start out with this Gaon chart where, and that's how they get their top 50 songs for viewers to vote on. Um, the top three of those votes become the first place nominees, and then it becomes live voting during the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the top three are like combined scores of the um, previous online voting and also the album sale charts. Um, and then so the live voting picks a top artist of the week from those top three. But they do have, like we mentioned earlier, they inco- they do have the triple crown. So once a song or an artist wins three times, they can no longer win for on Inkigayo. Um, the... Award for Inkigayo is fairly small. It's significantly smaller than some of the other ones that we've seen. And it's really weird looking. It's like this tall, uh, it's like this longish black rectangle with like a cutout in the corner that has a, a clear diamond on mm-hmm. it. It's really strange looking and it's like very plain and it's always written in English. It says like Inkigayo and then it says the the artist's name, but it's all in English, which is interesting. Um they've had a ton of different hosts, some notable hosts. Um it's usually idols. Heechul from uh Super Junior was an was a host of it for a very long time. Uh 2 p.m.'s Taekyun and Woo Young were hosts for quite a while. FX's Sully was on it. Um Jackson from Got 7 I use a solo artist, Kim Min Sok from uh, EXO was a host as well. Currently, the hosts are Ming Yu from Seventeen, Cheon from Daya and IOI, mm-hmm. and uh, Song Kang, who is an actor. Um, and there some a controversy that I was able to discover about Inky Gaio was uh, on January 9th, excuse me, January twenty ninth of two thousand twelve. Ryu. 
Kwa Young, formerly of Tiara, when she was still in Tiara, she had a wardrobe malfunction during her live solo stage and exposed her breast live on stage. Oh, no. And it was like... Um, it was, this is worse than the punk thing. Oh, it was totally worse because she was a minor when it happened. Oh, no. Yeah. So it was like horrible. And the company immediately came, like her company and also the production company of the show itself, like immediately came out because, of course, there were like screen caps and GIFs and photos and all these things circulated. And they, to their credit, like came out and said um, the most important thing that you remember before you think of her as a celebrity is that she is a minor. So please remember that she is a young girl. Like, stop fucking circulating these Oh, my God. She's the Netflix. girl from um, oh, Hello, My 20s. She's the prostitute from Hello, My 20s. <gasps> oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I didn't realize that that girl was an idol. Hello, My 20s is a drama that it's Shannon on Netflix. and I watched. It's on Netflix. Um, it is a drama that Shannon and I watched and fully enjoyed. Um, and she... Oh, strangely enough, plays a prostitute on it. Um, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's like revealed in the first episode. But um, weird, weird that weird she went connection. from like poor minor poor drama <laughs> function to like actress playing a prostitute on stuff. Um, Fun. Anyway, so I wrote down some historic wins for Inkigayo. Um, their most triple crown awards ever, with a total of eight, um, is Big Bang. Next tied with six is G.O.D. and Twice. Um, and then tied with five is TVXQ and Girls' Generation. So they have won a Triple Crown five times, which or five to eight times, which means that the, that song has won three times eight times six times five. Wow. Do the math. Um, highest scores of all time. We This is a group we mentioned during our concept album is Troublemaker with their song uh-huh. Now. Um, the second highest score is Beast with the song Good Luck. Then Big Bang with a song Let's Not Fall in Love. Number four is EXO with Monster. And number five is Girls' Generation with their song Mr. Mister. Wow. Yeah, Girls' Generation is going to be in every list that I mentioned. Yeah, they <laughs> were powerhouses. They were great. Um, okay, cool. Oh, and YouTube, uh, SBS, Inkigayo, they do have every performance, of course. Um, they also have, like, special stages, which is fun. Um, they are very organized in their YouTube channel, which is nice because they have their first is like, check out the lineup this week and they have everything that's going to play this week. Then they have um, specifically comeback specials that are recent, specifically debut stages. Um, then they do all their special stages if they have whatever collaboration, special fun performances. And then they do the most viewed of all time, um, which is cool because they have some things on here. One of them is Troublemaker up there and they also have, which I'm sure and I'm just going to show you the screen ga- grab of um, Girls' Day because it looks very inappropriate. Oh, my. It's a girl in, like, a nude She has, like, suit. flesh-colored outfit on, and she's, like, crawling in smoke. Yeah. So, wow. of course, the top two most, the most viewed, viewed are, like, the sexiest, like, upsetting <laughs> videos. But anyway, um, again, their YouTube channel is called SBS Space Inky Gayo, I-N-K-I-G-A-Y-O. Um, and they have everything you'd ever want to watch from their show. Amazing. So those are the four main music shows that come on the, like, regular non-cable channels. 
Um, but there are other shows that come on deeper, deeper in the cable package on other nights of the week that we'll talk about for just a quick second. Um, on Tuesday nights, SBS MTV, they have a show called The Show. That's it. That's Creative. just called The Show. Uh, it's been airing since 2011. Uh, it's only ever been hosted by idols. The list is like 20 plus names long. So I didn't feel like pulling out anybody, but this is an idol hosted show. Um, voting is like digital music video, album sales, some live voting, pretty standard stuff. Um, the show I feel like is, uh, one of the music shows. The four that we mentioned before are like the ones that everybody worth their salt is going to promote on if they're having a comeback. Like you go on those four shows. Mm -hmm. The show and the one that I ha will have in Helga do after this are kind of like not everybody shows up to them all the time. Yeah, maybe you won't get the biggest names on these shows, but like smaller. But maybe will, you will if they're if the company's sure. like really trying to get them out there. Um, so it happens. The show is a thing. They do have an official YouTube, but it has not been updated in four years. <laughs> um, so I feel like any videos I could find of performances from the show were uploaded by fans on mm. random YouTube channels. So that's Tuesday night, and then something comes on. Wednesday, yes? Yes. Uh, NBC, again, has another show called Show Champion, and that airs on Wednesdays. Um, it started in February of 2012, which aims for the uh, – this. the purpose of this show is to have the MCs, the artists, and the audience be the ones who select the champion of the music industry for that week. And so they um, have three different categories, most popular song, hottest issue, which I don't really know what that means, and and then best rookie of the week. So every week they pick like the best of those categories. Um, and they uh, have changed it in a couple different ways of like how they calculate it. But currently it's based on digital sales, album sales. 20% um, of it is voting. So like voting from fans. They do have some of like the previous voting and then they have live voting as well and they have a panel of expert and professional judges that also weigh in and like pick who their favorites or who they think is the best um, they have an enormous trophy it's the only one I saw that actually looks like a typical trophy oh is it's that like, the big gold handled one yeah yeah it's the one. big gold cup that has like crazy winged handles and it is actually the size of everyone's <laughs> torso it's so big um, but they have two sets because their show is kind of a combination of a variety and a music program because they have interviews and they have performances. So they have two different sets. Um, 2013 is when they started filming it live and in 2015 is when they started introducing the idea of a triple crown. So the first couple years they didn't have a cap to how many times you could win. Now they do. Since 2005, they've had the same host, um, comedian Kim Shin Young, um, since July of 2015. And so it's just him and then like different guest MCs. Mm -hmm. I didn't write any of them down because there's just been so many. Of By the them. way, Kim Shin Young is a lady. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, she, it is her and a variety of, yes. uh, different musical guests. So I wrote down again some historic, um, uh, wins. Of historic value. Uh, most champion songs of all time is EXO. They have had 16 different songs that have won champion of the week. 
Second place is Shiny with 10 songs. This is a good show. They have good taste. I know. And then third, (laughs) you're going to continue to think this because third is Red Velvet. Oh my God. Did SM make this show for themselves? Maybe. (laughs) Because their top three is Exo, Shiny, and Red Velvet. And then number four is actually tied. Sea and Blue, Four Minute, Infinite, and 17 have all had seven champion songs. So, like, seven different songs of theirs have won the champion different weeks. Longest consecutive champion song uh, of all time you will appreciate is Shiny Dream Girl. Wow. Yeah. They won uh, before they introduced the Triple Crown. So they won a whole bunch of times. And then since then, it's been everything from Girls Generation TTS, which you just mentioned, mm-hmm. Super Junior, CN Blue, XO, B1A4, G Friend, 101, Four Minute. They've all had uh, three different. They've wins. all had like triple crowns triple three crown. times. Um, and this show, I guess because it's like a smaller show, their YouTube channel is interesting. Their YouTube channel is called All the K-Pop. Um, like three separate words, All the K-Pop. Um, K-Pop has a hyphen in it. And they, they're currently live. I don't know what they're doing, but they're currently live. So they do like different fun things interacting on the YouTube channel itself. But they have Weekly Idol. So like their YouTube channel includes different clips from Weekly Idol. It includes all the performances from Show Champion. Um, it also has like right now there's a whole playlist called Got7 Working Eat Holiday in Jeju. So like some fun show featuring Got7. They have a whole thing that's like translated. And then they have um, all the K-pop for specific uh Groups. I don't know why they have like a whole playlist that's just ATK twice, ATK BTS. I don't know what that's about. Um, just to keep it all separated, I guess, if you want to just watch twice yeah. videos. Or and whatever. they do, they also give out all the K pop awards. So they give like their own little like best performances of whatever. And then they do, um, like we were mentioning, uh, close ups, vertical videos of for each member that performs on the show. So a bunch of different um things to to fangirl over. Cool. I just just to show you and not the audience at home, but like I just pulled it up and they are playing Show Camp Champion live on their YouTube channel right now. Ah, okay, so it's just the show. Yeah. Who is that? Uh Reigned. <laughs> Never I don't heard know. of them. That's what they're called. Some little boy group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, cool. So that's like most of the music shows. Another two I was going to mention real quick before we mention, before we wrap up. Um, if you are living in an English speaking country and you have a massive cable package, you probably have access to a channel called Arirang, A-R-I-R-A-N-G, Arirang. Uh, and that is a Korean channel that is broadcast entirely in English and they have two Music shows, Pops in Soul and Simply K-Pop. Um, again, these shows don't often get like the biggest of groups. Sometimes they do. Um, but if you have DirecTV, you probably have this channel. So that's something to look out for and maybe watch sometime. That's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's music shows. They're really fun. Um, I feel like some of the funnest moments on music shows for fans happen at the end at the award ceremony part. Um, cause everybody's on the stage together. Yeah. And there's really cute moments on the stage. Like I know that we have a couple of different, I, there's one that I remember, uh, when Tamin from Shiny was promoting, um, I think it was press your number, but maybe it was, maybe it was danger. Maybe it was. 
No, I think it was Pressure Number, actually. Um, so Timmin does a lot of solo albums, and one of his was called Pressure Number, and the girls from G-Friend, one of them was a really big Timmin fan. And so, like, a couple of the members of the group had learned the dance, I guess, just, like, for fun on their mm-hmm. own. And so w- at the end, what he won, and so everyone was on stage, and usually what happens is, like, when the – person wins then their song they do like an encore Encore performance but it's a really casual performance like they're holding the trophy they're goofing around they might not necessarily be like and when groups like if someone's like what like as you mentioned on your list when people are like winning stuff over and over and over again like shiny for sure used to do this and would try to turn the encore stage into like a game Mm -hmm. like what like if we win again like this time we're gonna do this yeah like just to like fill the weird funny time while the credits roll over Mm -hmm. the top and usually they invite like uh let's say for example that two sm artists are on the stage of a certain show and one of them wins the other sm artist will stay on the stage like with them during the encore mm-hmm. stage um but the timmy story i was telling is really adorable because he sort of like starts singing press your number for this encore stage and then notices out of the corner of his eye like one of the g friend girls doing it and like brings her to the middle and tries to like get her to do it with them and most of them are too shy but it's really sweet because like she's trying so hard and she's clearly freaking out because she's such a fan herself and Mm -hmm. it's really adorable yeah and like in uh like we talked in our uh von valentine's day episode um oftentimes these encore performances come back up when relationships get outed or suspected Mm -hmm. because everyone's on the stage at the same time and they're like look they're looking at each other like look he stopped and he like touched her shoulder as they were walking out they're standing next to each other the whole time yeah all of that fun stuff look he passed her a piece (laughs) of confetti it has a note on it but there is that like Kaistel one where she's like attention boys and she like looks him up and down just look at him (laughs) Uh, attention indeed indeed Uh, all right awesome So that's music. That's everything that you need to know about Korean music shows. And we will be right back in one moment with our fun K-pop random game. That one special kiss. All right, gang, we are back. And our very randomly picked group from this week is called Top Secret. Top Secret. Uh, they debuted on January 1st, 2017, so this is a very new group. They're brand spanking new. They're just little fresh babies. We tried so hard to, like, find anything interesting about them, and, like, they're the only group under their company. Yeah, there's literally <laughs> one sentence in their Wikipedia page, which just states when they debuted. Um, but there's seven members. They're a boy group, ages 20 to 23. We were pleased to find out because they looked very young. <laughs> they are all uh, adults. Um <laughs> And they really only have two songs. Um, it seems like some of the members used to be a part of a group called NOM or N-O-M. A few of them were on a show that we've mentioned before called The Unit, um, which is kind of for like idols who have n- no. nowhere else to go. <laughs> um, so I don't know. We don't really – There's. it doesn't appear like there's – a lot of information out there because they are so fresh and new. Um, but they have two songs out. One of them is called She. Um, the other one is called Mind Control. They both came out last year. And the one with the most views was called She. So that's, so that's the one that we're, we're going to watch. And yeah, without without much else to say about this group, let's uh, let's react to let's a just top hop, secret. I will, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that the one I think is the cutest is named 
Ain or Ain on A I N. Let's see if they have it. No, they don't have it written in Korean, so I can't tell you how to pronounce well, it. He's cute. Ain. Well, it says Kim Ain. 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 Cute. Yeah, he's cute, and he's, he's the cutie. leader. And he's Apparently, he used to be a dance teacher, and his his uh, key skill is choreography. Okay, here we go. Top secret. She. I'm pressing play right now. Okay, they're wearing the same outfits that EXO wore at the Olympics. <laughs> things like white Pretty jackets much. with piping. They do appear to be in school uniforms. Yeah, they're on like a, like Ooh, I'm a into tennis this court. Though. Yeah. Ooh, got one actually playing the guitar. Oh, and he has a piano app on his iPad. That's fun. <laughs> This is fun. Like, it seems kind of sea and bluish, but they're like dancing. Yeah, I kind of like it. It's sort of a weird mix of K rock and K pop. The dancing's cute. Yeah. It's like snowing on them as well, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, even though it's like a beautiful sunny day. Oh, there's another, there's a girl. Yeah, and they but they're doing that thing I hate her. where they only have the one girl for all of the members. It's really disco-y, I like. I'm, yeah, I'm it's it. dancey and fun. They're pretty precious. Oh, now they're oh, now actually they're acting band. like a band. Here we go. They have instruments. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> I wonder if all of them actually play those instruments or if this is just a facade for the music yeah, video. Yeah, I'm curious. Oh my God. Adorable. One of them just put lipstick on, the one I think is cute, and then kissed one of the other ones. Yeah, but the one wearing the I hate the hats. The hats with the tags or the fake braids or like hats with things hanging off. That one at least doesn't have fake braids. It's just a tag. I mean, that's an old school trend, though. Like that was like in the early 2000s. You kept your I remember kids. But I thought it was but it's like the sticker on the brim. No, but you also used to keep like the tag on your shoes to show how much you paid for it. Fun. Oh, he got jewelry and he's putting it in a top secret box for the girl. Top secret. <laughs> I really like I this really song. Like I might too. buy this later. <laughs> I kind of want to listen to their other song now. <laughs> we can't after the recording. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Look at all those butts. <laughs> she. Sorry, but you, you put them in white pants. I'm going to notice their butts. 
Wow. Well, that was great. That was fun. I liked it. I mean, it's it's a shame that we don't have more to say about them um, because they seem to be fresh and new. But um, but they're also like new enough that like we don't know. Like that could be it. Like we might never like that's true. We might we never might see, never top see them again. again. You never know. I hope that's not true. That one that was of them fun. was pretty. And yes, definitely some pretties in there. So. Mm-hmm. We wish you lots of luck, Top yeah, Secret. Yeah, good luck, Top Secret. You you gained <laughs> two Nuna fans just now. Yep, just now. So um, we will continue to support you from from L.A. Great. <laughs> do you, uh, before we wrap up today, do you have a recommendation? For I surely do. Um, I'm going to recommend another new group, actually. So it, it is fun and appropriate that we just picked a new one um, because I'm going to recommend a group which debuted earlier this year called Wecky Mecky, W-E-K-I space M-E-K-I. Um, they, earlier last year. I Sorry, I have to. Oh, it's I'm 2018 sorry. It's, two, it's, two, it's, I know. Tw- it's 2018. They debuted in 2017. Yes, they are new. Yes, with a song called I Don't Like Your Girlfriend, and it was like really fun, and their dancing is amazing. They just came back this week um, with a brand new song, La la la. Yeah, la la la. Thank you. For a moment, I like had a brain fart because I didn't write this down. I just was like, just oh, I'll recommend that one. Um, totally forgot the name of it. It's just called La La La. And it's awesome. And it's like, just like we were talking about in our concept episode, um, it sort of has like a harder edge to it for a girl group. It's sassy. Um, it's super hot, like fun, fast They're wearing paced. school uniforms, but like they cut them up. Like, yeah, they they're like the sexy off. school uniforms. Like they're like the, um, they look like school uniforms out of the craft or yeah. something. Like <laughs> they, it, it's just, it's fun and fantastic. And they're so great. I super, they're a group that I like instantly fell for. I don't know what it is about them, but like as soon as I saw, I don't like your girlfriend, I, I immediately bought their EP. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a big fan of Wecky Mecky and their comeback stage is phenomenal. They're truly talented. Yeah. In this episode, we talked about comeback stages and you can get on YouTube right now and watch all the comeback stages for Wecky Mecky because it started this week. Yeah. So there's one they're out brand for every show. New. You can be right on top of this shit. That's awesome. My recommendation on the same back of that, because like 2018 has already started out amazing for girl groups. I'm calling it right now. This is the year of girl groups. Like I'm down. Watch um, me jinx that. I know. I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Knock said. on all the wood. Oh no. Um, but, uh, CLC, who we brought up in our concept episode as like trying a hard edge and then going and back then to the meadow. Well, they, learned their lesson and they put out a new single this week called black dress and it is awesome and i love it um it's definitely like sexier a little more grown up but also kind of scary there's like a really amazing moment in the music video where one of the girls like cuts her own hair off yes and girl that haircut and then she she like appears with is fierce it's so great she looks so great yeah so you can also watch all of the CLC black dress comeback tours and or I comeback will, stages. I will make a note because when I first started watching the video, I assumed I was like, well, why aren't they wearing black dresses? But they're they're it's sort of a translation issue where it's like they're talking more about dressing in black, not wearing a black dress. Mm. So they in their performances, they're not wearing black dresses. They all have shorts on. Or like suits. Like some of them are yeah. wearing like suits, which again is a concept I suits. love. Girls in suits, um, groups in suits. 
suits. Uh, so yeah, just so you know, they're not talking about like pulling out that little black dress. They're talking about like dressing in black. Don't fuck with us. Yeah. So CLC black dress and Wicky Mickey, La 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 are two amazing girl group songs that came out very recently. So mm-hmm. that's what we recommend this week. Yeah. Check them out. Fantastic. Uh, so that's all for this week. Uh, as always, you can find us at AMA K-pop pod on Twitter, AMA K-pop pod on Instagram, AMA K-pop pod.tumblr.com for all the links to everything we talk about every week. Uh, if you want to send us an email, we are amakpoppod at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. Thank you so much as always to our amazing listeners who have been like tweeting and Instagramming at us. Y'all are all like incredibly sweet and we're so lucky to have people listening to this like all over the damn world. And on that note, um, our lovely listeners, we are still uh, wanting to do an episode that's all about biases, meaning like we want to know who people's crushes are. And Shannon and I have a lot of overlap in our bias. So um, please send us your bias. Who do you think is cute? Girl group, guy group, it doesn't matter. Solo artist, like any members that you know their names, you love their face. Who um, flutters your they, heart? Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say, girl. <laughs> who flutters your heart? Um, please it's, tweet at us, email us, leave us a comment on our Instagram. We want to compile a bunch of different um, yeah. people to talk so about. So you don't have to listen episode. to us talk about Mino for an hour. And John Yule. Yeah. I'll sure. talk about him a lot. But yeah, we, we share things, so it will get boring. So tell us about who you love. It'll get boring for you. We could talk about those boys all day. That's true. We could, but we're trying to think of you, the listener. <laughs> so help us out and send us your crush. Great. Amazing. Uh, next week, we will be back with part one of a special two-part K-pop fan uh, deep dive into all that goes into being a K-pop fan and how people categorize themselves and all that stuff. And it'll be really fun. So see you next Wednesday. Uh, We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Chongyun, your inspiration. Bye.